Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show, coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined via Skype this week by my good friends, Dreams Unlimited travel agent and real estate agent, because he's a man that wears a thousand hats, Sean Falk. (laughs) Hi. He's trying to sell houses. He gets confused, so he tries to sell houses to his travel clients and he tries to sell mm-hmm. cruises to his house clients i'm kidding i'm kidding we, we were just talking before we did this show and i was like oh my god i'm i got time to prepare today because i wasn't doing so much with the travel agent and the real estate agency this morning so i got time to look up appetizers so. well it's the it's the it's the curse of being a renaissance man uh also joining us this week uh associate editor on the diz ms denny sunderly hey there and associate producer for the diz unplugged mr Corey piascanaro hey everybody uh, welcome, folks. Um, I got to tell you, we're pre-recording these shows now, um, just because doing them live. Uh, since all this went down, we've been doing a lot of our shows live, which I know folks have really been enjoying. But uh, it's making it difficult for us to get our other work done because we're having to stop our days and do this. And even if it's a twenty or thirty-minute show, sometimes that can take about an hour between setup and post and all that other stuff. So I hope you understand. But uh, it's been a little torturous today because this is the second show we're pre-recording and we're talking about all these great places and all this great food and we can't go to any of them right now. (laughs) Um, So that's kind of mean. That's kind of mean. But uh, Misery Loves Company, so we thought we'd share this with you. So today (laughs) uh, on this episode, we're going to talk about our favorite appetizers at Walt Disney World. And I'm going to go first um, because I got my little my little list here. Um, and it took me no time at all to come up with this list. And this could probably end up being like a five-part show because give me a little more time and I can come up with a lot more than these. But these are ones that I had no trouble thinking about. Um, so I'm going to start, you know, obviously no one who's watched this show is going to be the least bit surprised that the first words out of my mouth on favorite appetizers are going to be the bacon and eggs over at the wave at the contemporary um, maple lacquered pork belly on a bed of cheesy grits topped with a perfectly poached egg. And when I tell you this dish is perfection and at $14, it is probably, especially given the portion size, this is an, this can be an entree. This can be an entree. Um, and when I look at the prices of the other uh, uh, appetizers that I picked, this is a really good price. This is a really good price. So bacon and eggs, the way $14. That's absolutely number one on my list. Number two on my list, and this is an order of preference, the Sonoma Goat Cheese Ravioli at um, California Grill. Um, This has been on the menu for quite a while. And at $16, this is just, I mean, I normally don't like goat cheese. And this is what I love about California Grill. I'm not normally a fan of of goat cheese. But the way in which everything is prepared and done, the the flavor profile is just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, So that's something like, and and I'm one of these people that I'm really bad that when I like something at a restaurant, I tend to always get it. 
I'm not very adventurous. It's like, I know, especially at Disney prices, right? I know I'm going to like this. So I'm just going to get that. Um, so on one sense, that's bad because I'm not very adventurous. But on the other, I get to judge how consistent these things are done. And that also speaks volumes about the restaurant. So um, that's consistently good. Again, Sonoma Goat Cheese Ravioli California Grill, that's $16. Um, third on my list is the uh, Carabuda Pork Belly at the Flying Fish. Um, again, uh, when we first did the, when that restaurant reopened a few years ago, and we did a live review, we did a live stream review of the restaurant. Corey Martin named that, called that uh, the Carabuda Pork Belly, called it meat butter. Because that's exactly what, it like melts in your mouth as you eat it. It's so good. And again, consistent. I get that every, and I'm over at the Flying Fish quite a bit. I get that every time I go over there and every single time. It's an awesome, it's an awesome uh, dish. $14. For that one. Um, fourth on my list over at Chefs de France in Epcot, the lobster bisque. I'd forgotten how much I loved it. I'd stopped going to that restaurant for a long time. I can't remember the reason. Um, but I'd stopped going. And uh, recently, before everything closed down, I'd been over there a few times. And I don't eat seafood. Okay, I don't like seafood and I don't like things that taste like seafood. I don't know why. I even asked them, like, are you are you using like a beef stock in this? And they said, no, they weren't. Because I couldn't understand why that particular lobster bisque, even for a non-seafood eater, was so good. That I get it all the time and I love it. And that's $10. So not an expensive appetizer by any stretch of the imagination um and the fifth one on my list uh over at uh homecoming the uh it's it's kind of a it's kind of a tie between the the uh what is it, like the thigh high chicken sliders um chicken but the, biscuits, yeah. the chicken biscuit yeah um or the church lady deviled eggs the church lady deviled eggs are 12 bucks and again i love deviled eggs and you could just bring me a bucket of these eggs and leave me alone in a corner and I won't bother a soul. Um, they're so, so, so good. And again, this is torture because like, you know, normally like we'll do a dining show like this and like, Oh, that sounds really, really good. And I'll check my phone and see like, Oh, look, there's a reservation here for tomorrow. And we can just run down there and do it. One of the great things about living in Orlando. Um, but now it's like, all right, open it up, open it up. <laughs> I'll go in bubble wrap and masks and whatever else I have to go in uh, to be able to get some of these things. So, all right, that's my list. Let's uh, shoot over to Lady Sunshine, Ms. Sunderly. All right. And see what some of her favorites are. I am ready. I have five on my list in no particular order. Um, so. Oh, no, no, no. Favorite, favorite, oh, favorite. Oh, Come Pete. Come on. Come on. Don't phone us in. Gone it. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Um, the bread service at Sanaa is, mm. is going to be the first one. It's not my favorite. So we're starting from the bottom and going up. So we recently, I recently had this for the very first time and could not believe it when it came out to the table. It's $18 and you get five different varieties of non bread. And then 
nine different accompaniments. So you get a reda, you get hummus, there's a relish, just all these different dips and sauces. <laughs> and holy cow, that could be a meal in and of itself. Like, Well, this is going to be a bad half hour, man. <laughs> this could be a bad half hour. It's so good. Um, we enjoyed it, and there was enough to take home and heat up and enjoy the next day. Like, un. Real. Um, I did ask the uh, server, actually, I think it was my husband who asked, can you get us a piece of the non bread? Like, if you don't want all five and all nine accompaniments that go with those five, can you get just a piece of non bread with your meal? And for an extra charge, yes, you can. And if we're not talking small, we're big piece of non bread. So you can tear it and share it. So that that's on my list. Um, Next on my list uh, is going to be, oh, goodness. Now that I say that, I think I've only got four because I wrote so much about one other one. <laughs> so it looks like it's only four. The Baseline Tap House Charcuterie Board, uh, it's $14. And if you've never, like, y- you might just, if you're touring the park, you might walk on by Baseline thinking, oh, it's only beverages. They've only got drinks there. No, they have a really neat pretzel, and they've got this gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous charcuterie board. And I've gotten that before, again, on a night where it's just me in the park and a book, and I'll just sit outside of Baseline on a gorgeous evening and gobble that thing down. And it's so good. You've got lots of different meats and cheeses. You've got a couple of pickles on there. It's really, really good. And a really spicy mustard. They do a really kick in mustard with that, so that's good. Um, next is our famous brown, uh, famous cob salad at the Hollywood Brown Derby at Hollywood Studios. That, you talk about something that can be an entree, that I will go and get, and that'll just be my entree. I'll get the entree size. But they do have um, an appetizer portion. I think it's $11 right now. And something that people may not realize is that you can customize that Cobb salad. So, so many different things come on that Cobb salad. You can actually say, you know, if you could hold off the avocado, that would be great. Or the chives, that'd be fantastic. Um, your server will customize that that appetizer, that salad for you, before, and then mix it for you. So it's, and it's just as good, even when you can, you know, leave off the things you don't especially enjoy. And the number one on my list is going to be um, the fromage cart at Topolino's Terrace. Um, it is the, the cheese board. They call it a cheese board, but I believe that's misleading. Because it is a wheeled cart of majestic goodness, is what it is. And when we were there to review it, the team, for dinner, this cheese cart went by the table. And Sean and I both said, oh, 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 time out. Hold up. What's that? We have to have that. And it was just, I, we talked about it on the show, I think. But it's just fantastic. They will slice the uh, just fresh slices of the cheese. Our server gave us this amazing backstory to all the cheeses. Um, it's served with gooseberries as well, and they're um, they're crisp, thin and crisp lavash wafers that they do at Topolino's. It is exquisite, and mm. it's a it's it's an experience, is what it is, and it's eighteen dollars. So when you gauge that against some of the other options you have, then that. That's it. Now, 
the fifth on my list, the number one that would be above the cheese card at Topolino's is bacon and eggs. But Pete, I knew you were going to take that one, but I concur with your bacon and eggs wholeheartedly. It it absolutely positively is the best appetizer on Disney property. In Hands my opinion. down. Hands absolutely. Down. Mm-hmm. And it's worth <clears throat> even if you don't get you don't want to do a reservation, go and sit at the bar and order it at the bar. Um it's worth going out of your way for. So absolutely. So that would be that would be number one on my own. So that was five. Yay. All right. Let's uh, hear from you, Fiasco. What are yours? I got four on the mind right now that I'm <clears throat> missing in particular that I really, really want. Uh, my number one is the Caribbean pull-apart rolls at Sebastian's Bistro. I was saying mm. in a previous show, I could uh, if those were orderable right now, I'd be having four a day. I could live off those very unhealthily, but I, I could do it. They're amazing um, and easily like... So for my wife Haley, she doesn't really care for any of the entrees there at Sebastian's, but if I'm going to get her to uh, be interested in going with me, it's going to be uh, those Caribbean pull-apart rolls that are going to do it. Um, following up that on the list, uh, uh, again, for a similar reason, but for, for me, is the Kona Sticky Wings. Now, I've been to Kona twice, and that was actually the very last meal I had before everything closed. And I went there because, you know, people were saying it was getting such good reviews when we were doing our polls on Disboards and DVC fan that I figured, no, I got to give this another go. Because the first time I went, I wasn't like into it a lot. Um, so I went and I got the sticky wings and they were amazing. My entree, again, though, wasn't very impressive. I got the noodle bowl. I didn't like it that much. But because of how good those sticky wings were, I'm actually looking forward to going back to Kona. So... Two, two times out of two, didn't care for my entree, but those sticky wings are good enough to get me back to the doors. And that says a lot about an appetizer, I think. And and here's, let me just put in here real quick. Um, like every appetizer that's being listed here, these are worth going out of your way for. These are worth making a special trip to get Absolutely. these. Like, and like I said, you know, it was, it was a no, I didn't have to sit and research what my top five were. But then as Denny's going and now as Fiasco's talking, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's really good, too. So I don't I, – uh, uh, I'm sorry, Fiasco. Go ahead. Yo, absolutely. But like uh, – so going back to the wave, too, um, obviously bacon and eggs, a very, very good popular appetizer. Uh, but I would also like to plug the crab cake there. Uh, it gets outshined by the bacon and eggs, so I think it's it's very overlooked in that sense. But I always get the crab cake there, and it is so good. Um, just because the Wave has the renowned best appetizer on property, I mean, still take a look at the other options too because the Wave is just a great restaurant in general, and the crab cake is just another credit to that. Um, if you can and if you want to, bacon and egg sounds really good to you. Get the crab cake as well. Try both of them because the crab cake is, is fantastic. It's got, a, it's got some sweet – like a little sweet corn salad. And then this this uh, orange sauce that has a little bit of like a of a, like a citrusy zest to it, and then the crab cake itself is very uh, very creamy, and it, it all balances together really well. I love this. I love this uh, appetizer. And then finally, my number four, and these were in order, are the fried pickles at Sci-Fi. I mean, so- yeah, you and those fried pickles—they're some of the best. I love my fried pickles. If 
a place offers fried pickles, usually I get them nine out of ten times. Um, and sci-fis are among some of my favorite. Uh, I go there for the entree, too. I get that turkey club. I get the fried pickles with it. And then you tuck a few fried pickles into the turkey club. Uh, and it's just, it's perfect. All right, yeah, Fiasco, thank you for that list. It's a generally good list. Crab cakes, not my thing, so I wouldn't know. But everything else I agree with. Uh, Sean, what about you? Uh, I actually, um, I I knew immediately a couple of things that I thought on the top of my top of my brain, and I, I also went on thisboards.com and researched what other people were saying because it's so hard because there's so many restaurants at Disney, and I mean I've tried restaurants for years, and then even in the last couple of years we go do dining reviews at places, and there's sometimes I just got to pick on other people's stuff, and you know I just haven't been back since, and then I'd forget and I'd see something someone else wrote, and I'm like oh my god that yes like I like that better than what I was remembering so. I have my list. I actually made eight, but I made too many hoping y'all would clear some of mine out, and you did. So I knew Pete was going to get rid of bacon and eggs, and I knew uh, I knew the bread service would get caught up, and so would the thigh-high chicken biscuits. So they would have been somewhere in my list, but they're gone now. But I came with extra. Well, we can so have fine. We can have we, we can we, we can overlap. I mean, you know, yeah, can, I can. Yeah, I, I listed many. So just in case I needed needed some extras. So um, my uh, number five is the conch fritters at um, Olivia's Cafe. Um, we, we recently went to um, Old Key West. That was my first time actually getting to stay there. And we ate a couple times at Olivia's during that weekend. And one of my meals was just so phenomenal there. Um, we got the conch fritters. They were amazing. They had the key lime mustard that comes with it and the remoulade sauce. And it was such a good appetizer. It's very hush puppy-ish, but conch, obviously. And uh, I had never been to that restaurant. I really enjoyed my food there, even though the experience, it, like, it was a, it was an odd restaurant in, in general. But it was the food was top-notch. I really, really liked what I got. Um, my number four would be the jerk chicken wings at Sebastian's. Um, they are $12.00. And it has a dark rum glaze and this cilantro lime cream. It's so good. Um, even last year we did our dining. I mean, uh, our total review of Riviera. We went downstairs, ate at the quick service or they ate at the quick service restaurant. And I just like left and walked over to Caribbean Beach and went to that outside bar and ordered the jerk chicken wings because I knew Riviera was not going to give me something at the quick service that was going to top what I could go get over there to get those wings. And for 12 bucks, it's a really good deal. I mean, I had Hooters earlier and I got the same number of wings for almost the same price. So, um, uh, number three for me is the California combination roll at, uh, the, at California grill. It is number three for me because of how expensive it is. It's a really, really good dish. Um, it's a great, the best California roll I've ever had. I completely recommend it, but it's $27. And that's pretty high for a, for a basic type of sushi roll, but it is such a good way to start uh, your meal there, or if that's all you're going to get. It's, it's big, so it's very shareable and very splittable. Um, number two for me is, I knew it wasn't going to be on anybody else's list, 
It is the goat cheese with crispy bread. Uh, it is at Restaurant Marrakesh. It's $15 and it is goat cheese. Pete's like, absolutely not. But I knew he wouldn't like that. Um, it's goat cheese. It has olives, which I'm not usually into. Um, it is tabbouleh, uh, red pepper sauce and balsamic vinegar. And it it's shocking to anybody who knows me to know that I would enjoy that dish. I was dragged to this restaurant and forced <laughs> to eat things here and I was ready to hate this place and I loved it. I think everything about this restaurant is so cool. Um, it's always easy to get in there. And this appetizer to me is something I go out of my way to get because there's never a wait and I just pop in and I get this particular, um, this particular appetizer, it's 15 bucks. It's huge. It's a whole tray and you get like eight or nine of them. And, um, it's, it's a really good thing. And my number one is still technically dis on Disney property. It is the Arancini at Il Molino over oh, at yeah. the Swan and Dolphin. Um, it is obviously their rice balls, and they come in this spicy marinara sauce underneath. It's only $10 for it, and it is so filling and appetizing. And that restaurant, like Il Molino, is the best Italian food I've ever had in my life including the three weeks we spent in Italy. So it was so good. I love going there. I haven't been in years and I saw it on Disboards and somebody posted like, has anyone eaten at that restaurant at Swan and Dolphin? I was like, oh my God, I forgot. So yeah, that's definitely my number one that hit me. And I mean, as good as bacon and eggs is, I, I really enjoy it. And the thigh high biscuits and the bread, the bread service and all that. I still think the Arancini would be the one I'd be because going to Swan and Dolphins out of my way, no matter what. So the fact that I'm going at all has to be me going out of my way to get there. Yeah, we can't. You can't underestimate, or it's easy to overlook Il Molino. Mm. It really is. If you're not staying at the Swan and Dolphin, it's really easy to overlook that restaurant. But it is some of, or arguably the best Italian food that you're going to find in Orlando. Oh yeah. I mean, and that's from somebody from the Northeast, right? So we're really picky about our Italian food. And that Italian food is, I think Fiasco said that earlier. Um, it's it's superb. It's a, and I forgot again, as everybody's going through their list, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, forgot about the arancini. Love that arancini. And that spicy, that spicy marinara is just spicy enough. Mm -hmm. But not obnoxious, right? You're not going to eat it. Yeah. Like, oh my god! It's enough to really, really boost the entire flavor profile of of the uh, of, of the arancini. So, yeah, I don't eat uh, spicy foods. So the fact that I enjoyed that, I was really surprised and could just eat it the the regular spicy dish way that it's supposed to be. It's it's very tame. So, well, there you have it. That's our our look at. Uh, our favorite appetizers at Walt Disney World. That's going to do it for this episode, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Disney Dining Show. Have a great week, folks.